This is your girl, Nisi D, and you are now tuned in to Faithful In It Podcast, where we will go through the journey of living life faithful in it and watch God build us through our faith. You gotta Let's go. be faithful in it, faithful in it. You gotta be faithful in it, faithful in it. You gotta be faithful in it, faithful in it. You gotta be peoples welcome to another episode of faithful in it podcast a space for us to keep it real as we go on our faith journey together my name is Nisi Dalman. i am your host welcome 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 guys i would like to start number one i would like to start by apologizing because last week you guys did not get an episode and i realized that there was just so much going on. Uh, I did not have the time and it's okay. It is okay. I did not have the time, um, to record. Um, I literally just got some rest yesterday for the first time. Um, kind of sort of, cause I'm still exhausted and tired because I just had so much going on past couple of days and um I have been like really really busy. I did not have time to record an episode, but I am back. I am back with a new episode and I apologize <laughs> for not having an episode last week. Let's just go ahead and jump right into it. I'm going to start with our grace highlight. Now, I have the highlight that I would like to um put out there for grace. It's from last week, but I just could not, I absolutely could not, not actually put this out there because, um, I just feel so bad for, um, for this person and the request for grace. Um, and you know what? I don't even, well, yeah, it's grace. It's grace and prayers, grace and prayers because, um, Sometimes we just are so blind and so in love that we just don't see things that are the reality. So my grace highlight is for a rapper, a female rapper in Atlanta named Amaretta. All right. So I want to request grace for her because it was reported that she actually got a sick tattoo with her boyfriend's name on her. So she had five, but she went and she got a six tattoo with his name. And homeboy is serving. He's in jail and he is serving over 20 years in prison right now. Yeah. Over 20 years of prison time, and she, in her head, she's going to ride out these 20 years. Now, there's so many reasons why I want to give her grace and why I want to pray for her. Because when you don't know who you are, and I am saying this from a place of being her, not necessarily doing what she's doing, 
but um, doing things that don't make sense because you're so far gone and love and it just does not make sense. It makes sense to you, but to the people that are not in your situation and that are on the outside looking in, it's like, okay, look, mm -mm, you're doing too much. You're doing too much and yeah, is it really love? Like 20 years, over 20 years, over 20 years. So you're going to basically lose. You're going to lose a lot of things. You're going to lose a lot of things and a lot of abilities that you could have done, you could have accomplished because you spent 20 years, 20 years basically doing time with this person. Because when they're locked up or when they are incarcerated, you're doing time with them because there are there are certain you are just doing time with them all right i'm saying that from a place of experience not a place of just judging uh because i have i, I was her you know i made the mistake of not knowing and understanding my worth not knowing who i am but thank god hmm. Thank God for opening my eyes because you couldn't, mm -mm, nah, that just couldn't be me. But um, I have a level of grace for her because I was her and I understand. And I just pray that she gets there one day where the light bulb comes on and that, you know, she understands. And hopefully it doesn't come with... Um, with a lot of pain, with a lot of pain or a tough life lesson. Hopefully she gets it sooner rather than later. So that is my grace highlight for Amaretta. And I have not a grace highlight or a faith highlight, but I just wanted to put it out there. Shout out to Joyce Myers, OMG. So Joyce Myers is 79 years old. And she just got her first tattoo at the age of 79. So I watched this clip with her basically um, talking to her congregation. She was preaching and she shared a story about her getting her first tattoo and why she got her first tattoo. Now, what I love about the story the most is that the tattoo artist that did her work did the artwork. He is a young man that she said that was suffering from bipolar disorder. Uh, so he was dealing with his mental illness and his challenges. And um, the people, the church, the church did what some of them do best in their religious mindset. They convinced him that he was dealing with his mental issues and what he was going through mentally was associated to the fact that he was a tattoo artist and that he was being punished. So these religious people associated it to the fact that you're doing tattoos, which are a sin. And because you are the one that's doing the tattoos, you're being attacked and whatever they said to him and convinced this guy that basically the reason why he was suffering with mental illness is because of the fact that he was committing sin. And he believed it. He believed it, but 
you know, long story short, he got to a point where he realized that it was not true, got himself together, doing better mentally, and decided that he wanted to go back into the tattoo industry. He went into the tattoo industry and he heard a sermon or an interview, I'm, I'm sorry, that Joyce Myers had where she said that she would like to get a tattoo or she basically just random thing that she said that she wanted a tattoo that said, or she thought of getting a tattoo that said, I belong to Jesus. He heard it. He actually designed a tattoo for her and he designed it five years ago, believing that one day he would actually get to put that artwork on her. And five years later, he actually did. He actually did. God made a way to where she was connected to him. She heard his story. He basically knew <laughs> that he was going to do this artwork for her, which is crazy, but it's, it's beautiful. It is really beautiful. So she got her first tattoo at the age of 79 that says, I belong to Jesus. And she added some, a cherry on top because she got another tattoo that said love on her foot so that she could be reminded to walk in love. I just think that's that's super amazing. And I also think it's super amazing because I myself, I have tattoos and I recently got, um, I think I shared that I got my, I had my ex's name on me and I got it covered up. Yeah, I did share it. So I got it covered up, but I can even remember while I was getting it covered up, feeling like, ah, oh, you know, like, is tattoo a sin? Is it not? Especially when I was in pain, I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is painful. And you know, like when you're in pain, the first thing you want to do is call on Jesus. But I'm like, ah, oh, I can't call on Jesus because am I doing something that that he approves of? But listen, I had to get that name covered up. So it's just like, we're going to get this tattoo. But that made me feel really, really good because at the end of the day, you know, there is just some people, some people say it's a sin. Some people say it's not a sin. At the end of the day, it's it's on you. I approve of it for myself. <laughs> I approve of it for myself. And um, I honestly don't believe that God feels some type of way. It's um, It's a religion thing. Like people just get super religious. But yeah, so I just wanted to share that. And then also, I wanted to put it out there for us to keep Leandria Johnson um, in prayer because um, she was very transparent and honest and shared that she is suffering with alcoholism again um, and basically shared how she was hurting and that um, she accepted that it's time that for her to, that she needs help. She needs to go to rehab and she needs help. So shout out to her for being open, honest, and transparent and um, being self-aware, being self-aware. So let's keep her lifted up in prayer so that she can get the help that she needs and that God will continue to keep her because, um, you know, it's not easy suffering the way that you suffer, especially when you're a public figure and you're in front of people. So let's keep her lifted in prayer. On today's episode, I want to talk about paying attention to the signs that God is going to do something or paying attention to the signs that God is going to bless you or God is going to uh, answer your prayer. God heard your prayer 
and um, he's actually going to do it. But um, you just have to pay attention to the signs that shows you that it's being done or the signs, not necessarily, and not only the signs, because sometimes it's God actually said that he would. God made a promise and he said that he would do it. And um, sometimes we forget that God said that he would do it. And, you know, we wait. And then because we're waiting so long or we want that microwavable blessing because it's like, okay, God said he was going to do it. So we expect it to happen like right away, instantly, quick or whatnot. Um, And because it's not happening, but there are things that are actually happening that shows alignment of the blessing. uh, We don't pay attention to those things. Uh, So. I think it's very important for us to pay attention to those signs and then allow ourselves to just flow and operate and sit back. Sit back while God does what he's supposed to do and wait on your blessing because it's coming. So I'm reminded by this or I actually um, had this revelation because of two things, but it really started with one of my loved ones was in a situation. Well, not necessarily a situation, but basically needed a a new job. Got into a job, job wasn't working out, decided that, okay, um, they needed uh, another job. But um, prior to them going into the job that wasn't working out, I basically told them that my job was hiring and that uh, they basically could get into that job, especially, you know, off of my face, you're definitely going to get in. So, you know, I spoke to the the manager for the department that they were hiring for and everything. And I uh, talked about like the, the pay and details and stuff. And then basically, um, my loved one decided that they didn't want to do it. So then they went to somewhere else and it basically wasn't working out. So as it wasn't working out, I, we were having a conversation one day and I was just like, okay, well, you know, like I wish you took the opportunity at my job when it was there. And then, um, my loved one was like, yeah, I know. Don't remind me, you know, if an opportunity comes again, let me know. I mean, not even two weeks later, or it was about two weeks, actually, the opportunity came again, which was crazy, but it came again. And then, so when the opportunity came, I told them, and then they basically jumped on it. So they jumped on it, applied, and then when they applied, it was like, okay, I'm not hearing anything, um, or you know, like they didn't hear something quick enough. So then I'm like, okay, well, they're still doing interviews, but even though they're still doing interviews, they're still speaking to you. So that's a good thing. Just be patient and just wait. So then it, um, there was something else. And then I told them, I said, a delay is not a denial. Just be patient. Just wait. And then they requested some um, referral information. So then I was talking to my loved one. It was like, I don't understand why they're asking me for all this information. I put that information in the application. They shouldn't ask for me 
they shouldn't be asking for that information again. So then I told my loved one, like, hey, I know that you're getting a little frustrated, but the good thing is that they are communicating with you. So you should be happy, even though they're asking you for something that they already have. They're communicating so you know what's going on, and that's a good sign because if they didn't want you, then communication would have ended a while ago. So just be patient and just wait. My loved one continues to wait, and it's like, okay, you're right. Long story short, they ended up getting hired and as excited, super excited about this new journey because this new journey is going to open a couple of doors. It's 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 part of a plan. So, but it as I was thinking about it before I even knew that, you know, like they finally got the offer letter and that they were hired, I'm just like thinking about the process. Like God already like the signs were there that God was going to the job was is yours, you know, because God's basically moving and he's doing things. The signs are there. All of the signs are pointing to the fact that it's yours. You just have to be patient and you just have to wait and just wait patiently. Sometimes it's not as easy to wait patiently, especially when you're waiting for something that you really want. But my thing is, is that the signs are pointing to the fact that it's yours. It's already done. It just hasn't been provided yet. It just hasn't been like you just, ha it's, it's not like, like it's sealed because God, God's basically going to do it because all of the signs showed that God was going to give it. But the focus was on the fact that the blessing, like it wasn't done yet, you know? So that, that became the focus instead of the focus of the small signs that God was sending basically to basically show that, okay, it's yours. I'm going to do it. You want it. You deserve it. It's, it's something that, you know, I've been waiting on you for. It's something that you need. It's something that you desire. And, you know, like God basically, those signs out there to just show you or tell you that it's yours. You just have to patiently wait until it is actually given or provided to you. And I'm also reminded about that just for myself as well, because my heart desire is to not be single for the rest of my life and to actually be married. And God knows that I desire it. And I actually have gotten multiple prophecies about God actually um, blessing me with a husband. And it got to the point where I would, <laughs> I would basically, like, I remember I would just get tired. Like, I don't want to hear about these prophecies anymore. Like, I don't want to hear about it. Like, you know, who's this man and where's this man? And if this man is real or if God's going to bless me, like, why is it taking years for it to happen, you know? And, but at the end of the day, it's like, it's God that's just reminding you that, okay, I told you that I'm going to do it and I am going to do it. But, you know, like the focus is not that God's going to do it. The focus is not that God's reminding you that he's going to do it, nor is the focus that God is basically telling you, I didn't forget you. The focus be becomes for me, or it used to be, the focus got to a point where it's just like, okay, whatever. Like, I don't even want to hear it, which was horrible because I was to the point where it's like, 
I don't even want to hear it anymore because it's just like whatever. Like why why is why am I continuing to get these prophecies? It got to the point where it was just frustrating. But then I got to a point where it was just like I had the revelation. Well, not necessarily before I had the revelation, it actually did get to a point where God stopped talking about it. And God stopped, I stopped getting prophecies until the last last time um, someone bought it up or my spiritual mom, I should say, I won't say someone, but my spiritual mom. And the crazy thing is I've known my spiritual mom for, for years and she's never said anything. Like she's never like, and that lady be tapped in. Okay. She'd be tapped all the way in, but she has never said anything. And What's funny about it is that I was waiting and as I'm waiting for her to actually come pray for me and uh, basically give me a word from God, I was in my head and I was also praying. And then I felt like she was going to talk about my future husband. And then I'm like, she's not going to talk about him. Like she's never talked about him. So why would she talk about him today? And as I am saying that when she comes and she talks to me and she prays for me. She literally gave me a word from God about my future husband. And I'm just like, what the heck? Wow. Okay. But the crazy thing is, is that I was to the point where I was like, I don't want to hear about it anymore because it, it would, it would create frustration. But I actually, like, after I got that word, I felt good. And it was just like, and I really needed it because prior to that, I had a lot of people in my ears that were just like, you know, like saying different things where it's just like, okay, where if I was uh, weak, spiritually weak, um, the enemy definitely would have had time to get in my head and make me believe that God's not going to do it. But it was basically confirmation and God reassuring me that he is going to do it. Not only is he going to do it, he was giving me kudos for the way that I was operating and um, dealing with the naysayers and what people were saying that basically would take me off of track and kind of make put me to the point of unbelief of his promise. Uh, so that just brought me back where it's like, okay, um, instead of focusing so much on the promise and just focusing on the fact that you're still waiting, maybe you need to focus on the fact that God is showing you all of the signs that is going to happen. God is reminding you that it's going to happen. God is showing you signs that shows you that, okay, it's not, you're not there yet, but it's literally happening. Like the meal is being cooked. The meal is being cooked. Like there's, you're past the part. You're past the part of your cooking stage where you just need to know the ingredients. The ingredients are there and some of the ingredients have already been put in there. The meal has just not been completed yet, but you're like halfway through the meal. Like, okay, like let's just say that you just need to add a little bit of salt and a little bit of pepper to complete the meal. You're almost there. Like, you know, like just pay attention to the signs. Sometimes God sends us small signs to remind us of the promise. Okay. 
He wrote the the signs are to remind you that he's doing it and he hasn't forgotten about you. We definitely need to focus on those times and those moments where God is basically reminding you, I didn't forget. I heard you. I heard your prayer. I heard your cry. I heard your request. I know what your desire is. I know what your need is. I know what you need. And and you don't know the plan. You don't know what I'm doing. The blessing is already there. It just has not been revealed to you yet. But it's there. Be encouraged. Be encouraged, my people. Be encouraged, my family. Trust and believe that God has not forgotten about you. And focus on the signs. Focus on the small signs. Focus on the reminder. Just focus. Focus. Well, you know what? Don't like focus on that, but also just live. Just live. As you are waiting, just live. Live in the moment that you know that God hasn't forgotten about you and that God is doing it. God is doing it. He is doing it. Trust and believe that he is doing it. I am a witness for things that I have already experienced and he did, but I also am in my own process where I am waiting, but the signs are there and God continues to remind me and continues to give me hope to believe and trust that he is doing it. All right, guys, I love you. Do not forget that God is with you. God is in it. Don't forget to remain faithful in it, faithful in your process, faithful in believing and trusting that God will see you through it. Love you guys. Have a good week. Peace. You gotta be faithful through storms of life. Like that guilt is strife. The enemies fight. You gotta fight. Use all your might. So call on Christ. Review can say it. Mind elevation. Spiritual recall. Rehabilitation. Yes, men seek his salvation. Temptation. You know I lean on the ghost. His scriptures help me grow.